This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2437, an excerpt from the book, Find Your Voice, by Caroline Goiter, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, usually from blogs, but sometimes from books, like today. So for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. An excerpt from the book, Find Your Voice, by Caroline Goiter. Devices and their effects on your nervous system. Quote, our current relationship with our devices is a dark and twisty tale of chronic stress, the autonomic nervous system, and compromised breathing. But it could be so much better. We need to awaken to the physiology of technology and cultivate a new set of skills related to posture and breathing. Linda Stone, writer, speaker, and consultant. Have you noticed generally how much faster we seem to speak now? Have you wondered why? Do you ever notice how some days you seem to be able to speak with calm confidence, yet on others you seem to be a rushing, jittery speed freak? When I hear a tale of speaking woe, my first question is usually, what were you doing just before you spoke? Through the answers to this question, I find that phones are often involved when disaster strikes for speakers. Most people let their devices run their lives now. And those devices are having a big effect on our nervous systems. And because voice is breath, they have a similarly big effect on how we show up as speakers. When your voice goes wobbly on you, it's a real giveaway that you are in the fight or flight system. Adrenaline, cortisol, and blood rush to the parts of the system that will help you fight, hide, run, or freeze. These age-old panic systems are a great set of options for survival, but not for speaking. The voice, as we've discovered, reflects these changes in the system almost immediately. So many people connect public speaking with the fight or flight system. Even the thought of a lectern, a spotlight, or a script can lead perfectly rational people into fight or flight. What's making it worse is that our devices take us into fight or flight too. The combination of a daunting audience and digital habits that stress you out before you speak is a toxic combination that will kill your confidence off at the roots if you don't take control. Have you noticed what happens to your breathing when you check your messages on your phone? Linda Stone, a former executive at Apple and Microsoft, started to notice a pattern. Everywhere around her, she saw people staring at their phones and holding their breath. Researching it, she found that 80% of people in her study held their breath or breathed shallowly when responding to a text or email. Other studies back this up. 
Dr. Eric Pieper of San Francisco State University found that when texting, participants tightened their neck and shoulder muscles and breathed shallowly and rapidly. And when you breathe shallowly, you start to trigger anxiety. Knowing what you know now about your instrument, you may be realizing that this is likely to have a big impact on your confidence as a speaker. The problem is that our habits are changing fast and we aren't fully catching up with the impact they have on our voices. Voice is so often under the conscious radar that we simply don't notice what our devices are doing to us. The biggest challenge for most people when it comes to speaking in the spotlight is how we steward our nervous system, the key to our calm and confidence. So often I see people prioritizing being busy, usually on a device, over being present before they speak. When you give someone at work five minutes to themselves before a meeting these days, what do they do? Most people feeling under pressure pull out their phones and work through their to-do list. And in those moments, they let an unfiltered stream of people into their consciousness, all demanding attention now. A tax demand, their boss, their partner who wants them to pick something up, stressful news from work, apocalyptic news stories, and a dancing cat. It can, not surprisingly, have an effect on your calm. It also has a very big effect on how you speak. One client of mine was all set up and ready for a big pitch when, against the advice of her colleagues, she checked her phone minutes before they went in, only to discover that they'd lost out on a recent deal. She felt a wave of stress hit. She couldn't think straight. Her shoulders tensed, her heart was pumping, fight or flight was running the show. Her speech changed instantly as a response to this stress. She walked into the pitch going at warp speed. And when she spoke, she was loud, speedy, and disconnected. Her natural ease and presence had left the building. Her audience was unimpressed and her team lost the deal to another company. Checking a text before the meeting had proved a very bad move indeed. All of these observations about your phone and devices may seem as obvious to you as the fact that smoking is bad for your health, but like smoking, we get hooked. In his book, Understanding Media, published in 1964, the late Canadian philosopher Marshall McLuhan was prophetic about our unhealthy addiction to gadgets. In a chapter called The Gadget Lover, Narcissus as Narcosis, McLuhan writes, quote, with the arrival of electric technology, man extended or set outside himself a live model of the central nervous system itself. To the degree that this is so, It is a development that suggests a desperate and suicidal auto-amputation as if the central nervous system could no longer depend on the physical organs to be protective buffers, end quote. Without awareness, we essentially let our devices run the show. When you outsource your phone as your main means of self-soothing, you've taken a gamble. You're no longer in control of your own nervous system. When we are nervous, like before a big meeting, it is natural to seek out instant junk comfort. And one of the easiest ways to do this in the modern world is via our phones. And the response that our phones creates makes us more compulsive. We check our messages more. We become less aware, more addicted. We start to use our phones to distract us from our nerves when in fact, we'd be better switching off our phones, paying relaxed attention to our nerves and doing something about the stress. Stressed out screen junkie doesn't have to be your new normal. I want to encourage you to start to notice how your phone is affecting you. The first step is to pay attention to how you breathe when you stare at your devices.
calm breathing, particularly diaphragmatic breathing, was what made the difference. Linda Stone recommends that in order to keep our bodies on an even keel, we all approach our devices with the attitude that she describes as conscious computing, meaning that you should use your devices consciously and turn them off when you need to find your calm and confidence so you can find your voice. Try this. Are you holding your breath? Next time you're on your phone and you notice that you feel tense, check in on your breathing. In her research, Linda Stone found that screen apnea didn't affect everyone the same way. Those who had been trained to breathe properly, like dancers, musicians, athletes, military test pilots, didn't hold their breath in the same way when they checked their messages. With the tools to manage their breathing and therefore their adrenaline, they were able to manage their nervous systems and stay calm. Pick up your phone, scroll through a few messages. Are you holding your breath? Is your breath shallow? Is the breath moving in your upper chest and shoulders, which is likely to trigger the fight or flight response? Or is it low and wide like a pyramid? And if it is, great, because this is how you want it to be. And if your breath is high in your chest, put your phone down. Put one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach. See if you can gently encourage the breath into the stomach and lower ribs. You can move your hands on to the lower ribs in your back if it helps. Make this a habit. Notice your breathing whenever you stare at a screen. Awareness is the first step towards taking control of your system. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, Find Your Voice by Caroline Goiter. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you to Caroline. She's an award-winning speaker, TEDx talker, voice expert, and three-time author. Her global reputation as a speaker and voice coach is built on her warm, engaging, relaxed, and highly practical style. And her expertise has been honored by her work with actors, teachers, broadcasters, and the corporate sector. She worked at the Central School of Speech and Drama as a voice coach for over 10 years before launching her own company. She's regularly sought after by the media as an expert in her field, and her work has been featured on television and in numerous national and international newspaper articles. Some of her appearances include BBC News, The Huffington Post, Amazon, Financial Times, Google, and more. And you can find the book, Find Your Voice, on Amazon. It's highly reviewed over there. I gotta wonder what Caroline would say about my vocal performance here. I'd be nervous to find out, but boy, is it true that what we're thinking about or looking at, how easily that can change our breathing, and because of that, our voice. I love the really simple exercise she mentioned, simply check in. Just checking in from time to time and having that awareness can help us relax when we want to and really see what mode we're currently in. It's like a really short meditative practice. I highly recommend it. But we're gonna dive into this actually a bit more tomorrow. We have a little theme going on this week about the nervous system and breathing and meditative practices. So with that, have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.